0: You're listening to Fiedem Catholica, the Sunday homilies of Father John Gazzaldo, pastor at St. Luke Catholic Church, Temple, Texas. This homily is from the 31st Sunday in Ordinary Time and is titled, Don't Forget Who Your God Is. Like many men, as opposed to women, um, I don't have always the greatest memory And when I was younger, my memory was, I would say, even worse. When I was 16 years old, I worked at HEB and I sacked groceries. I don't know if they do that anymore. When I was a little older, I worked at uh, Walmart. But I was still living at home at the time, and um, this is before cell phones. But usually sometime while I was there, someone with, the phone would ring at HB at Walmart, and someone says, It's your mother. Yes, mom. She goes, Could you please, Johnny, bring some milk or bread or eggs or something? She wanted me to bring home. Sure, sure, sure. I got it, I got it. But then I would get to the end of my shift, tired, get into my car and drive home. Come in the front door. There's my mom. Where's the milk? Where's the eggs? Oh, and then I have to jump back in the car and drive back and do it again. And every once in a while, my grandmother lived on the way, and she would call Johnny. Could you please, please, Grandma, pick up, pick her up on the way home so she can eat with us? Get the end of my shift. Drive home. In the front door. Where is Grandma? Back in the car, drive back to her house. So she became more and more aware of this. My mother did. And she would call and say, now I need you to get this or that, so write it on your hand. I want you to write it on your hand so that you can see it when you're driving. So I did, you know, milk, bread, grandma, right there. (laughs) Now, but this this was a, a somewhat effective way To deal with it because i would would forget i'd be in sort of that empty box that some of us men get into when we are driving now this is not far removed i would say it's not far removed of what the first reading in deuteronomy 6 which is which is alluded to in the gospel when someone asked jesus what is the most important commandment you notice he he doesn't really quote the first commandment of the Ten Commandments. He quotes what's called the Shema. Shema just means here. It's in Deuteronomy, which says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord your God is one. You, Lord, your God alone, and you shall love him with all your heart and all your strength and all your might. For them, that was the most important thing to remember, that he is one. And in the first commandment, you and the Lord your God is... You have no other gods before me. They have to keep going back to this one thing. That our Lord our God is one. And to remember that. And commit it to memory. And if you keep reading in Deuteronomy... It gets even more intense. It says... Now teach this in some translations. says drill this into your children. The Lord your God is one. And you to love him with all your might and all your strength. Drill it in your children. And then it says and place it on your heads and on your forearms so that you do not forget. Now, most biblical scholars would say when it says, place this on your head and your forearms and on your body, he was speaking metaphorically, you know, commit it to memory. Well, many rabbis took this literally, took this literally, and they would take four texts, and one of them was the Deuteronomy one, and they would write it on a sheet of paper, stick it into a little box of phylactery and put it on their arms and on their head right there on their head and they still do this to this day i think we have an image of it if you go to israel you're walking around you might see a, a rabbi looking like that he has this box sitting on his head and i don't know if you can see from where you're at but he actually has four different sections on that box there's four texts that kind of say the same thing deuteronomy and exodus the little hero Israel, the Lord your God is one. And they would walk around with that thing on their heads and put it on their arms too. They had little boxes here, phylacteries they called them. And if you would walk them up to them and ask them, what's that thing on your head? They're expected to know my memory. My memory, who their God was and that he was one and their father, no other gods beside him. And you take that down. But I, I put that image in your head Because even today, if you would ask them, why do you do that still? They would say, so that we don't forget. Because we tend to forget. And all through the historical books of the Bible, they kept forgetting who their God was, and that he was one. Because they kept falling into idolatry, kept worshiping other gods, many gods, Because why? Because they had bad memories. They had bad memories. Now, having said that, we've been kind of warning you, and I'd like to kind of transition a little bit. You all have heard of the Sermon on the Mount. Well, this is the Sermon on the Mount. Because... So the church asks us to give our time, talent, and treasure to the church, to God. But one of the other things, besides the Shema and the Ten Commandments, that was important to the Israelite people was tithing. So let's talk about tithing for a second. The church and even the Jewish people never said you must give 10% to the church, even 10% to the synagogue. They would say the first 10% of your fruits belong to God. They belong to God. And some of you, I like a show of hands, who's received this little thing in the mail? Go ahead, put your hands up. Okay, me too, me too. So I'd like to talk about that for a second. Because, once again, these are, all you have to do is 10% 10% to God. Now, what does that mean? What does that mean? I would say if you give 1% of your time, talent, change to the larger church, it goes a long way. Like I said, when I would write things on my hand, it went a long way. If you do the math, most of us are awake each day for about a 1,000 minutes. If You get seven or eight hours of sleep. If you commit 1% of your day to prayer, it's about 10 minutes. That can change your life. Ten minutes a day of silent meditation can change your life. Now, some of you may say, well, Father, I give more than ten minutes. Well, good. Some of you have children, and that's like impossible. Some of you have small children. You probably think, what does ten minutes look like? I stayed with my my brother-in-law and his wife for about a week, and they had three little ones. I had to go hide in the closet to get my prayer time done. But also, when it comes to giving to God, what does the church generally ask us to do? Once again, it's not something we we write as a firm number, but if we take the 10%, the church has never said you give 10% to the church. Never asked for that. If people who are generous, that's great. But generally, we've often asked for 4% to go to the church. Your local church, that would be this. And then 1% to the larger diocese. And what is that for? Well, that's what the, the CSA is about. Now they put out this little, this little three-part thing and they ask you to, to fill it out. I tore it already apart. And to make a little pledge, a name, pledge. And if you want, you can put, I already pledged, leave me alone and put it in the box or I'll talk to you later I'll put it in the box so I don't have anything right now you know, but at least there's a box back there that we're going to put these in but we would ask you to look at your own time, talent, and treasure and remember that what the church is asking for is just 1% to the diocese to the larger church some of you may be able to give more some of you maybe not but you might be asking, well, Father John, that's, your math is a little funny. 4% to your church, 1% to the diocese. Don't we have another 5%? Yeah. That is, I would recommend, and the church recommends, that you find some charity that means something to you. Some local, like we have here in Temple, we have many things that give to the poor. Look at them. Temple Christian so formerly known as St. Vincent de Paul, Helping Hands. There's all these great places. The, uh, the maternity shelter, the maternity home. These are the larger church that may be close to your heart. I myself give to places that have meant something to me. I give money to Focus, which is a fellowship of university Catholic students, something like that. All I know, it goes to university ministries. Because much of my conversion happened when I was in college, and I'd like to remember them. Also, it goes to Catholic Answers. It's a little outfit out in San Diego that is very close to my heart. I send them money every single month because they were very instrumental in my conversion. You don't have to do that. That's for me. I give money to various other organizations that are into ministry that I think are important. I would ask you to discern that. To sit down and look at your finances your time, talent and treasure and maybe there is something you would like to give and remember that just 1% goes a long way so that's what mother church asks now we look at the Lord and he says even in the Old Testament all he asked for them was the first 10% he said I will give myself all to you And as Catholics, we believe that Jesus pulls that off here in the Eucharist, which he gives himself all to us. Now, the assignment for this week has been to try to memorize one, just one, verse of Scripture. You think, well, I've memorized many. Well, just try another one because one goes a long way. Just one. One percent goes a long way. You don't have to write it on your hand or write it on your head, but write it somewhere. Write it somewhere. And why do we write it somewhere, especially for us men? It's so that we don't forget because we tend to forget. You've been listening to FIDEMe Catholica, the Sunday homilies of Father John Gazzaldo, pastor at St. Luke Catholic Church, Temple, Texas. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast as new episodes will be released frequently.